Welcome to Power Talk with Rachel White. Good motherfucking morning. I hope you all are having a beautiful day. And thank you always for your time, your support, and your love. Today, I wanted to talk about my journey of becoming a single mother. And I know there are a lot of single moms out there. There's a lot of single fathers or there's um, parents who are co-parenting together. It's become something that's very common, especially in the United States. We are the highest um, country with the highest percentage of single parents here. Um, I was looking up some statistics and 11 million families have children under 18 who are single parents. Of those families, 8.5 million are single mothers and the other 2.5 are single fathers. Like, holy fuck, that's fucking wild. And in my journey, I was raised in a home with a mother and a father and they've been together since I was born. So since I was born, they've always taught me that when I have a kid, it's supposed to be the same way, that I am supposed to be raising a kid in a home with the mother and the father, and you are supposed to stay together no matter what, and you're supposed to stay together for the kid, and you know, you're supposed to work it out. So that was my upbringing of how I saw families and how they were created, and I knew there were single parents, I knew there were single moms, there were single dads, because, you know, my sisters, one, my aunts, my uncles, and my friends that I had growing up had single moms, and they had stepfathers, so I knew of that, and I never judged, it never bothered me, but it was always so much pressure for me to always be with the father of my child. Not only was it pressure, but I also saw what my friends and my cousins were going through with dealing with single parents and a single parent home. It was hard for them and they would vent to me about things that they would go through, things that they would see and just how much they hated it, how much they hated their other parent or the step parent and just different scenarios that I never wanted to put my own kid in. So with all those combined, like I always knew I wanted to raise my kid in a home with a mother and a father that was surrounded by love and happiness, respect, stability. I wanted those things for my child early on throughout my pregnancy and throughout its life. Me getting pregnant was anything but traditional. It was not planned. It was totally unexpected. It came at a time where we were broken up. We were finally done with our toxic relationship I was going to walk away, he was going to move out, and we found out I was pregnant. And I'm going to be honest, it was not the greatest news because I was finally done. I was finally getting away. And this was not going to allow me to get away from him. It only 
tied me to him for the next 18 years or however you want to put it or the length that you are tied to a person when you share a child. And of course, through the situation we were in, I considered everything. I considered open adoption. I considered abortion. But he shut down every single idea I had and he told me he knew that he wanted me to have his child no matter what, no matter way, and no matter what form it was, I was going to have his child. So he already went around to his whole entire family and told them that we were having a baby. And this was only eight weeks in when I found out that I was pregnant. And we had already told my mom, we all had already told my dad and that was it. He already announced to the world that we were having a baby when I still felt like I didn't even know if I wanted this baby. And it was so hard because in the beginning, it was nothing but mental and emotional abuse coming at me. I was enduring so much of this in the beginning of my pregnancy that I didn't even know if I could carry this kid out because I was crying and sobbing every day for the first two months of my pregnancy. He would constantly tell me that I am going to kill this baby for how much I am stressing and crying when he was the root of all this stress and crying. So it was hard. It was hard to deal with that. My picture in my head of what a pregnancy and a family should come from was anything but that. It was the total opposite. And I was so, so fucking sad the first half of my pregnancy. Finally, I decided to totally cut it off because the threats were just getting worse and worse and worse. And I just was like, you know what? I am better off. The baby is better off without him in the picture. I am cutting it off no more. So I totally cut him out of my life and it became a good thing. I finally kind of came to terms that, you know what, maybe being a single mother is way better off than having the father in the picture and it's hard, especially when you are pregnant and going through all of those emotions and you are wanting a family. When you are pregnant, you are wanting to have somebody there for you to help you, you know, to rub your back, to feel the baby move, to go with you to the appointments, to see the ultrasounds, and just to, you know, fantasize of the life you're going to create together. Those are just the little moments that I always wanted for myself when I was pregnant. And I'm sure a lot of people like fantasize about those things as well. And I never had a gender reveal. My gender reveal was I found out she was a girl. I went out to my car bawling, crying because he was saying rude ass things to me and about my unborn child. During the time that I totally cut him out of our lives, I thought it was going to be a time of, yes, I finally get to enjoy all this happiness and peacefulness 
And it was. It was nice because I didn't have somebody being rude to me all the time. But what was hard about it was trying to come to terms that I would be doing this alone. That I was going to be alone through this pregnancy, through giving birth, and through raising this baby before I really even became a mother. That was hard for me and I was still in so much denial that that was my reality. I did not tell anybody that him and I were not together anymore and that I had cut him out of my life because I still had hope in my heart that maybe he could become a better person, become a better man, and he would love me and he would love this baby and he would be there for us. I still had all this hope in my head that he would become that. So I didn't tell anybody Literally, only two people knew in my life at the time that I had cut him out. I put on a front for everybody that he was just busy working. He was just busy doing this, trying to prepare for the baby. When in fact, him and I had absolutely no communication. It was hard. I did not want to hear the... I told you so, I told you so, fucking shit, you know, like, I didn't want to hear, I told you not to get pregnant by this guy, I told you he wasn't any good, I told you he wasn't gonna be a good father, I told you this, I did not want to hear that, I also didn't want to hear the judgments of, wow, you're pregnant, and you're not even with the baby father, you know, I didn't want to hear any of that, so I kept it a secret that him and I were not even together, and it was That made it even harder because so many people would ask questions about him of how happy we were to have this baby and I had to lie and say yes because I didn't want to come out and share my truth. I didn't want to have people pity me. I didn't want to have the pity party. I didn't want that because I was already throwing myself a pity party. I was already judging myself so hard for what I was going through and I didn't want to hear that from the outside world as well. Because I kept hope alive throughout my whole entire pregnancy, I didn't really comprehend or really take in that I'm going to be a single mother. I didn't really accept it because I totally refused that I was going to be a single mother. I refused that was going to be me. So when he came and apologized and said he wanted to be a part of this pregnancy, he wanted to be a part of our baby's lives, and he would give me this miraculous life and the family that I always wanted, I was like, okay, yes, yes, yes. Because I, my mind was so set on not having this single life, I didn't even weigh my options of how healthy this was actually going to be. I just didn't want that life of being a single mom. I just didn't want the judgment. I just didn't want to hear any of that. So I jumped on board of getting back with him and starting our family of how I thought it should be. After we had our baby, it was still hard to maneuver and figure out how to make this work because we were still toxic towards each other. And now we knew that a baby was in the mix and we both agreed how we wanted to raise her and how we wanted to be the parents and have our home together. And that's one thing we always agreed on was having this happy, healthy, 
peaceful home for our child. So it was hard with us having our own toxic traits and trying to mesh it all together and trying to figure it out while having a new baby. So I even remember in the hospital room, he was yelling at me while he's holding her and I'm sitting there crying because I just barely gave birth and I can barely fucking walk. It started out very rocky in the beginning, but it quickly smoothed out. He became the man I had knew he could be. He was an amazing father. He was always there for my baby. He was always there for our baby. He was such a hard worker. He Everything he promised me, he followed through with. He provided us with a miraculous life. Not only was everything materialistically that he got for us, but he was a great significant other. He treated me with so much respect, with so much love, anything I needed. He catered to me and I was just like, oh my gosh, I have finally manifested the life that I wanted. I finally am getting the man who I have always wanted and the man that I wanted for my child. So everything after that was picture perfect. I could not have been happier the first fucking year. After that year, it became very inconsistent. It it would show those very happy traits. He was always there, but he became very checked out. He was he was there, but he was not present. He no longer showed me any love and affection. He gave all of that love to our daughter, which I had no problem with, but it left me feeling abandoned. And it started out that way, and it started to fucking landslide down to the disrespect again. There was no love, there was no happiness, there was no laughter within our home. Our home became so fucking bland with no emotion between him and I. There was no connection between him and I. And there was only little connection between him and my daughter. And he would be working all the time, doing whatever the fuck he was doing out there. Come home for a little bit, spend an hour, maybe an hour and a half with our daughter, play with her, and then he would be gone. And all day, every day, it was just always me and Lena. And I just finally realized our home was no longer filled with happiness. Our home was no longer filled with love. It was filled with walking on eggshells because we had to watch what we'd have to say. We have to watch how we act or what we would go and do or he would get upset and then our home felt so uneasy. Me and Lena would just always run away to my parents. We spent majority of the time at my parents' house now. And I could not believe my life had become this again. Not only my life, but my daughter's life. Not only was it affecting me now, but it was affecting my daughter and how she was And because things had become so toxic, not to the point of where she would see things, but because she could hear it and feel all those energy, she started 
hitting herself when she was sad or when him and I would be around each other, she would start hitting herself in the face all the time. And I could not figure out why because I never have ever laid a hand on her. I never hit her. We never were physical with her. We never treated her with disrespect. She's always been surrounded by love. When she would also get upset, she would start scratching her face face and she would start scratching at herself and just throw things on the ground and start hitting me and it was just like mind fucking blowing because she never seen any of this she only seen she's only seen a couple of incidents of where it happened and it was right before we had left but she was picking up on who he was She was picking up on his traits and his energy, and when it was so uneasy, she would start punching and hitting herself in the face, and it made me so sad because I wanted to do everything in my power to protect my child, and here I was putting her in a home that was not healthy, and I thought it was the best thing for us to be in a home together, for a mom and a dad to be raising a child together. I did everything to keep our family together, but in the end, it has nothing to do with having the biological mom and dad in the home with the kid. It has everything to do with the environment, and it has everything to do with the relationship she is shown every day in that home. And when I finally realized that it's not about just having the mom and dad in the home, that it's about the relationship, and that I realized what she watches and feels on a day-to-day basis is setting up her life and her relationships with people, with friends, with her significant other, of what of how she should be treated. And I realized there's no fucking way I am letting my daughter be in a relationship with a man like this. So why am I showing her that this is normal? Why am I showing her that this is something that she should settle for? That this is something that she should endure? And that totally flipped a script that totally flipped my empowerment as a mother that flipped my empowerment as a single mother I no longer was fearful to become a single mom or to have the judgments or to hear that I told you so I said fuck all that this is for my daughter this is for her well-being I didn't want her to be raised in a home where she walked on eggshells me as a child I knew that feeling. I knew that feeling of walking on eggshells and feeling scared every day of how my dad was going to react towards my mom or going to react towards me. I did not want that for my child. And here I was putting her in the same exact environment and same home that I grew up in. And when literally I realized this, I was done. I was done forgiving this guy. I was done putting up with this shit so when I came to this big realization 
and that this was not the life I wanted to live and this is not the life that I wanted my daughter to live. Breaking up was very hard because it all happened at the same time of when, I'll just kind of give you a brief overview of, I found out he had a girlfriend on the side and they had gotten a house together and he did this all behind my back and it was just really hard because I had to figure out our living situation and he just kept coming in and out of the house like he still lived there and it was just, it was really messy to try and figure out how to co-parent when we're still living in the house and he still tries to come in and be a family and also have his part on that side. So when we moved out, it was a big scene the way we moved out and Lena had to see that and it was really hard because we had to pick up and move that same night within hours. Me and Lena were moved into my parents' home And so I know it was very hard to cope with, especially for her because she was used to living in a home with her mom and dad and with all her toys and her playroom and everything. And then here we are, a night later, moved in to her grandparents' house. So as a mom, it was so hard to explain to Lena that we no longer live with her dad and that her dad is living over there and that he's not coming around now. He's no longer seeing her every day. And every time that he would try to take her after that whole big scene, she would just scream at him how scared she was of him, of how she doesn't want to go with him alone. And it was just very, very hard to transition into single parenthood. That's just my journey of how I became a single mother. I want to go into another episode and talk about how I co-parent and how we get through things on a day-to-day basis of it just being me and her. But that's just our journey and our story of how it became me and Lena. And I am so grateful for the life we live. I am so happy I'm blessed that I did become a single mother. It made me so much stronger, so much smarter and more resilient. It taught me so many things about myself and so many lessons about life. And I feel that it made me a better mother to my daughter. And now we have this healthy and happy life between us. And we finally are doing the things we want to do, not somebody else's revolving around somebody else's life. For those who are going through this, who have been through this, or may go through this, just know you don't always have to put the blame on somebody or it's not always somebody's fault and know you do not have to take it on as your own fault. Just know that you are making the best decision for the current situation. There is no wrong, there is no right decision. It's just the best decision in your current situation. That is all the time that I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. And always share, comment, and share your stories. I love hearing it all. Just know you are worthy. You are beautiful. Success love, 
and happiness flow through you easily. Have a beautiful day. Peace.